try and get my radio chops on. Okay. Hi, this is Mistress Crimson. You're listening to the Massacast. It's for adults only. Thanks for downloading another episode. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, Saad and I were so stuffed. We had to we had to roll each other down the subway. It was so it was so good. The food was so good. We we actually end up spent. This is probably one of our best Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgivings ever because we we weren't around family. We were around other kinky friends. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And you've never. You've never uh, seen a turkey stuffed until you've seen uh, Mistress Alex and Mrs. Veronica stuff a turkey. Saad made her famous pie. It's all good. Wanted to thank again uh, some of the people who helped make the uh, fundraiser for the Massacast a success. Troy Orleans, Mistress Crimson, Natasha Gornick, Dom Dom, and of course everyone who donated uh, their hard-earned cash for the sake of the show. And also thank you to everyone who's uh, been sending in interview suggestions, suggesting people to interview on the show. I've actually taken some of those suggestions and interviewed some of those people. You'll hear them in the coming months. Some people have suggested topics. One of those topics you'll be hearing in this episode, something we, I don't know why I never thought of talking about this topic before. It just never came up, no pun intended. And you're going to hear in this episode here with two amazing people who've been on the show before, Mistress Nina and Mistress Mona. Together they are the Dommy Dolls, and they have a, a new book project they're working on called Kinky Amour. So uh, they sat down with Saad and I uh, not too long ago here in the plush Massacast studio apartment. So, Mona. Yes. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Nina. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Saad. Here I am. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Our dog. What's the, what's the most people you've interviewed at one time? Uh, was it Five. Yeah. Oh, wow. We did a roundtable discussion with a bunch of doms uh, once. Was it five? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, we need to get a scene name for the dog. <laughs> you do. Underfoot. Underfoot. <laughs> underfoot yeah. She's really into trampling. <laughs> until she tries it. She's really a voyeur, but she refuses to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. One of these days... Uh, I think only once we've been having sex where the dog... Because normally we're we have piece we have, we have the, the, you know foresight to close the door you know get the dog out of the room <laughs> yeah. or whatever like that, and uh, but I think only once, like we've been having sex and I felt like a nose on my hand or uh. something like that, <laughs> which is better than other places yes. it could possibly yes. land, and then so it's sort of like, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. should we talk about the book first? Let's do it. I mean, so for those people who don't know, can you describe what Dommy Dolls is? So uh, Dami Dolls provides uh, innovative educational performances to teach people about kink and how they can use it into their personal lives and hopefully enhance their love and sex lives. You've said this before. I ha- You think? It sounds rehearsed, <laughs> doesn't it? Here we go. <laughs> so it's kink education. That's right. Right. Yeah, and it's also from like a very beginner, very vanilla... Um, place. You know, everybody that is interested in kink, a lot of people don't know like where to start. They might be really, really shy about it. And so this is like super basic. We just keep it really light and friendly, you know, um, talking about like how even like just, you know, like a strip tease. If you like tied your partner up and did a sexy strip tease to them for them, that's like it's kinky. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's outside of like just vanilla missionary intercourse, you know, realm. So you had the opportunity this is okay, we were talking about this beforehand. Mona swear we if, if we had a swear jar whenever Mona came over if we did we could retire like that and you had the opportunity to use the word fuck she's behaving in context herself. and you I said know. intercourse I was like whoa you had the opportunity well because I was very being very clinical uh, about the vanilla situation because you don't fuck in vanilla you have intercourse <laughs> there's cunnilingus and fellatio places his penis and his, his good lady wife erectile penis into her vaginal canal right. <laughs> so yeah so, uh, so it's, it's ba- <laughs> do you, you get a lot of newbies, basically? Yeah, you get a lot of newbies, and especially with, um, you know, the whole phenomenon that is the Fifty Shades of Grey situation, you know, people are like, oh, what's that really about? And now, you know, they, they feel like 
slightly more comfortable coming out and saying something like right. oh, I always wanted to know or I always wanted to get spanked or how do I get my partner into it things like that so in a way the, the you know the book has been kind of a blessing for us because you know it's gotten people more involved and more interested and wanting to to learn more mm -hmm. as to what it's really about and they know? can come and see us and we can set them straight how do you set them straight what do you I mean I'm sure is that your standard thing you you show up and you say Hey, hey, everybody! You're probably here because of this book. To, to a certain extent, we have like a couple of different classes that we do, and you know, some of them focus on like you know different aspects of of kink and BDSM, and um, I think the main thing is is just like everybody. It's not like we don't know what's sexy. But you get caught up in your day-to-day -day life so much, sometimes you just need to be reminded yeah. what's sexy. And it's okay to be adventurous, and it's okay to try different things. And again, it doesn't have to be all like the scary, extreme stuff. It can be really light and really playful. And that for some people, that for some people is enough, or that for some people is a stepping stone into the more intense stuff. You know, you always have to start out somewhere. Do, do you find, I mean, so you, you do sort of like a kink 101, here's what a spanking, you know, here's how to spank, yeah. that type of thing, or yeah. uh, rope or cuffs or something like that. Is it quite often that, that you'll, you'll, you'll start out with something very small and that's small for you, that's mm -hmm. nothing for you, but there they're like, whoa, slow down a second here. No, I mean, I think, you know, most of the people that are there, they know what they're there for. Yeah. So they're like, get to the dirt, you know, mm -hmm. but not only... Um, it's not just about like technique. We also talk about like how to talk to your partner, what a negotiation is, you know, like make it a kinky date night, you know, like you guys go out for drinks or whatever, and you're gonna go over your kink checklist and find out who's into what and you know what you might want to explore and how to do it, kind of in, um, you know, for people that are in a relationship, to to share that moment and to help. Um, with the intimacy and creating deeper intimacy and a greater connection and th the benefit that kink can do for your relationship in that aspect. Do you find it's mostly, I mean, it's mostly women you teach, right? I mean, most of our students have been like predominantly women yeah. and usually the, the gentlemen that come have been dragged there right. by their girlfriends <laughs> or wives. Um, but we get, we get guys sometimes as well, which is really fun. We get both gay straight audiences and that's always fun. Are, is it usually women who are curious about being submissive or women or is it or, or dominant or is it 50 50 or what do you what yeah do you, i mean i'd say it was 50 50. Yeah. Uh, you know we play these little games during classes sometimes and if they uh you know if they're not addressing us properly as mistress or something along those lines they have to take a spanking either from us or the boy toys that we have there and sometimes <laughs> people will mess up on purpose so they'll get spanked yeah and then once they're up there getting spanked they're like harder you know so yeah it, yeah I, I think just all around kinky people come both dominant and submissive and... i would be mortified i'd be like no She's topping from the bottom. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Do me sub. Do me sub. Yeah. They probably never heard anything like right, that. Right, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. That's, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is there any? Is there any? What's the What's the phrase when someone's brainwashed, and you you have to debrain? What is that? Deprogramming. No. Depro is there Is there a level of deprogramming that you have to do after they read Fifty Shades? Mm. If If they've clearly, or or maybe if they've only seen it in porn, or if they've or. You know, honestly, I feel, <laughs> when you want to talk about deprogramming, I feel like I haven't really dealt with that, like, in our classes, but I feel like a lot of guys that have only really watched fetish porn are like, oh, you know, and especially, like, being a pro-dom, and they come to do a session with you, and it's just like, oh, yeah, well, why aren't you giving me, like, a hand job, or why don't I get to eat you out, like, on kink.com? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that kind of, that's deprogramming, because yeah. they only see, like, you know, the real extreme stuff, and, you know, or, like, the more porn-oriented stuff, so then they have the misconception, but as far as the people that attend our classes... They just, they, I, I really feel like they're honestly just interested in really knowing, like, what, what is this about? Like, okay, so she, she got spanked, like, but what does that feel like? Or how do you do that? Or, like, you know, well, why would you do this to someone? And, and that's another thing, too, is that we also share, like, you know, 
this is what it feels like. This is what it can do to you. This is what subspace is, you yeah. know. And not everybody like talks about like that kind of stuff. So it's just it's like the benefits from both sides, and you know what it can do for your relationship. Mm. Do you find it's um, people looking for? I don't, and, and I'm not trying to belittle this. Do you think? I don't want to make it sound like it's it's less of an, a kink experience. Yeah. But there's a difference in my in my mind of someone who's like, ooh, I'll get the fuzzy handcuffs out and really spice up, spicing up the sex ooh, life, as opposed yeah. to someone who's who's, you know, that's their orientation. You can kind of go either way with our workshops because it's like the stuff we teach is really light, so it could just be your kinky, but then it's also a stepping stone for you know building a good foundation for if you really want to get into like serious BDSM and you know there's obviously like a, a lot of other places that you can learn like you can go to you know like tests and stuff like that but when you go to those kind of classes it's a very different atmosphere and it's a very different vibe and when you're vanilla and you know maybe you're in your like late 40s and, and you're curious and you're a little shy about it and you're going into something that's like really full on with like some lifestyle players that have been doing this for years and you know there's just the whole environment is really different that can be really daunting and overwhelming mm-hmm, yeah. and i've you know i've said this a million times like you know uh nina was the first like real dom that i ever met and I took her classes when she was teaching and she was my first introduction into BDSM and I wasn't in the goth scene I wasn't you know like a steampunk kid I was you know a hip-hop head that you know was kinky and whatever but I when I met her and just the way like she's just very classy about what she does and it was just like yeah if if I didn't if I wasn't introduced to it in that way, I don't know if I would have really like stuck with it or gotten to the point that you know I found my own way with it. I think your first introduction is really, really important. So you introduced her to kink. Basically. I did. Oh my gosh, I don't know how long ago. Do you know what the cl- do you remember what the class was? Yeah, it was um, you know just well. The funny thing was was um, I was doing my own research, and you know I think we talked about this and you know my original podcast. And I had answered this ad, and it turned out for foot fetish. And, um, you know, I mentioned that um, they were, like, trying to open, like, a, a dungeon side to it, too. And there was just it was just more, like, a lot of independence renting That's right, the yeah. space at the time. And he was just like, yeah, I want to get some mistresses. And mm-hmm. so she was, like, doing her introductory, like, hey, you know, so you want to be a mistress class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you want to be, be a dumb guy? <laughs> yeah. And apparently I made the cut. So I was really happy about that. But what, yeah. What what can you what is the spiel you tell people when you say so you want to be a mistress? No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no this, um, this is during Mona's drunken days. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a big blur. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> um so in order for the women to be a part of that dungeon, they had to go through a series of classes and it's pretty much, you know, where I came up with the classes that we do now and it was you know, very introductory and technique based, and uh, but also, you know, we talked about the business side of things as well, which we don't cover right, in right. our classes so much. Um, yeah. So anyway, I guess what you had to go to like three classes or something like that. Two yeah. or three classes. Yeah, it was like so. two or three classes. When you do the Dami dolls classes, are those uh, do you basically do the same class every time, or is it a different? Cl- you have a different theme, or how does that usually work? Yeah, we do different classes. Uh, you know, we do like a kink 101 sort of introductory thing and then we did a cool class what was it oh Oh, the seduction experience yeah and that was a lot more like focused on like the mental aspect of kink and play and like dirty talk had a dirty talk we had um uh our friend scooter pie she's a burlesque dancer she came in and you know taught people like the basic moves and so we had like little like you know pieces of fabric and like so that the ladies would stand up and like act out the moves and stuff with her and, <laughs> and, it was so much and can I yes. say can I say <laughs> just we'll just segue into CBT we taught yes. CBT and we totally class. did and well, I, we had, I, I, I want to I say I got an email from someone I've had several emails like this someone saying you've never talked about CBT 
what's what's going on? I'm like, I, I don't, I, I don't find know. That hard okay, to yeah, right. I do too. <laughs> but you taught you taught CBT in the class. Was that? Yeah, so, that's well, not, it, it seems was, like a fairly on the high end. We're of, silly sometimes, aren't we? And yeah, we had like yeah, a, one like of our laugh. boy toys, <laughs> who is this like gorgeous young gay. God. Yeah, he's um, like one of my best friends' boyfriends. <laughs> and so, just as a joke, we stuffed like this huge fake dildo down his uh, pants. So, when he came up on on stage and I was going to start teaching CBT, he pulled it out, and everyone thought it, you know it was his real penis, right. and people were just like, oh. "Well, the girl that was like mostly women, and they were so excited." <laughs> But he's our our boy toy is so lovely. He's like, I'll use my real penis if you prefer, mistress. And I'm like, uh, it's not that kind of show, babe. Like, they're not gonna. We don't need the real thing. Um, but that, it was so much fun. Um, but yeah, CBT, good good class. That was a good class. That was a good. That was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Before we actually talk, do a full thing on CBT, I want to talk about the book. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah as uh, right now, while people are listening to this, you guys are actually having a fundraiser. So we you are. put out a book. Yes. Um, it, what? It's sort of. Is it a Kink One Hundred One type of thing, or what? Um. Yeah. It's. It's definitely. It's. It's kind of like. Your. Your all encompassing introductory to kink, like how to find your style, like how to talk to your partner, how to gauge if your partner is going to be interested. Um. You know how to set the mood, how to set the tone, like literally everything you know we talk about vanilla sex toys and like how to take small steps in your relationship like if you've never even brought a vibrator into the bedroom why don't you start with that yeah. you know safety tips on you know how to use sex toys properly you know um yeah just just kind of like a really good overall view of everything that's that's fun and sexy i'm, I'm curious you, you mentioned how to tell if your partner might be open to something like that? Yeah. How do you how do you judge something like that? You, you bend over seductively and see if they spank you or something <laughs> like that. Like, oh, I gotta tie my shoe here. Oh, you know, or or how do you do that? Or oh man, I just I just uh, got my junk cut in my zipper and see if they smile. I mean, like, which by the way, Todd does. <laughs> I saw. I caught her. I caught her with an emery board. One night, I I woke up and I heard this weird noise. She had a a metal file. She was sharpening up the teeth on my zipper. Really (laughs) horrible. Only because I love you. Right. But how? How? What? What is your litmus test that you use? I mean, we're all for like direct communication, of course. But we had some funny little. Yeah, like like, you know. Like, I thought of this one, like, you know, say to your partner, and this could be, like, true or not true. Oh, my God, I had this really hot dream last night, you know? Like, I was just being, like, such a brat to you, and you just, like, took me over your lap and gave me this spanking. And, like, you know, I know it was a dream, but, like, you know, I woke up, my panties were kind of wet. Like, you know, that, that was really sexy. And, like, see what they say, right. you know? If be it's, like, like, crickets, it's, like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> You know? Or, like, um... Yeah, like everybody's reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Leave the book out. See yeah. if they make a comment on it. You mm-hmm. know, if you're not ready to own up to it yet, just be like, oh, I just wanted to see what all that stuff is about. How do you feel about that kind of thing? Yeah. You know, there's, there's like Did you ever tell him that story about your friend? With oh, the, the, yeah. The, the little test he does? Yeah. You guys, um, I don't know if you remember Chris, but you know Chris. Yeah. He's my best friend. And um, he'll do this thing. He'll go to, um, like, he'll go on a... Uh, a blind date or whatever, you know, and he'll meet up with the chick and he used to go to, like, this um, one, like, little tea spot that he knows. So they'd go have, like, tea and chop it up and stuff. And then um, a couple doors down is a sex toy store. It's, like, Babes in Toyland or something. It's, like, a couple blocks down or something like that. So that was his whole thing. He'd be like, oh, it's a nice day. Let's go for a walk. And then they stroll past the sex toy place and be like... Oh, I've heard good things about this place. You want to go in and check it out and kind of gauge their reaction. This isn't on... the first date, is it? That's yes. Chris. It's that's the, the first, first date. date. <laughs> I think that's a little bit quick. I totally to, agree. To I, go I totally peruse agree. a sex shop. I know together. plenty of kinky women who would think, "Fucking asshole, walk yeah. right by it. Wanted to go in a sex store. I'm like, "Screw you." You probably would say that. You would probably say it on a first date. If if some guy on a first date, and if you didn't really know him very well, don't you think you'd probably say? 
asshole. And let, no, because I would like to go in there and sit and to see what he really knows and then show him up about, no, 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 no. Right. Like, this is how it really goes down. Right, right. That, yeah. I suppose, though, if you... I would want to see, like, yeah, just how much they knew about shit. And I, and I suppose if you're on a first date and they go in, you, you, you definitely know... I'm guessing he doesn't want to waste any time. No. Right? I That's probably the thing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a first date. Yeah, it could be like a couple of dates after. Right. You know, you could do something like that, or you know. Oh, so you you know, and if you're in a more industrial area, no. you know, you're walking by. Oh, look, this is where they uh, manufacture dildos. Let's go yeah. and <laughs> take, take, take a tour. tour. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any free samples? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the tell us about the fundraiser for the book. Well, we're doing a fundraiser on Indiegogo to help uh, with the creation of the book and the promotion and the publishing and all, like and all everything everything that goes along with it basically because yeah. um, we're you know looking to self publish yeah. and it's a, like a way bigger job than we had expected and we need help yeah. so that's what hopefully we're ho- we're hoping to appeal to people that um, you know believe in the cause and what we're doing and hopefully you know instead of buying a ten dollar drink they'll throw it over to us right and we'll buy them all drinks once we you know get yeah. our book out and celebrate hopefully um so yeah we've we um we're trying to raise money for that and yeah um, and it's there's like a lot of people that you know we get emails from people and they're like oh we've heard about your classes we'd love to come but you know i'm never free on the days that you guys are doing it or you know somebody was visiting new york they don't like live here all the time and you know we've done classes in like a couple other cities and stuff too but we're predominantly based in new york and um so that that's the whole thing. It's just like, well, we want to be able to share that with the people that can't make it to us. Or, you know, we have this one, where is she, is she in Miami? That one chick? I forget. Um, I don't want to put her name on blast, but she always no, writes, she's not. friends with us on Facebook and she always writes the nice oh, things. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, she lives in Florida and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you know, I wish I could come see more of your classes and I tell my friends about you guys. So, you know, why not let them share all the fun that they had in the class, you know, with our book in the privacy of their own home? Yeah, because yeah. one um, element to the book that we're excited about is that it's going to have video content. So it's going to be yeah. myself and Mona and other members of Dommy Dolls, you know, um, demonstrating the techniques in video. So we're excited about Yay. about getting that together. How do you how do you put it in? Because there is such a there's a, such a disconnect between porn and how people do it in their real lives, right? Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes they can easily blur if you would, you just videotape someone doing it, right? Really? You're not like, oh, yes! Right, right. <laughs> yes! Mistress! <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, but a lot of people can be intimidated by watching the porn, oh, right? Yeah. And especially if you're like... Especially you're, women. Right. And, and if it's, if it's, especially if it's femdom porn, mm. there's a lot that is great for rank off material but not so much if you were going to do something instructional or if you're going to introduce someone to it right yeah so how do you how do you for the the material you're going to have online how is how do you is it going to be like 101 just like your classes except yeah, on, it's, okay. that's exactly what it's going to be there's not going to be like nudity it's not going to be like you know like an actual scene it's going to be like you know make sure your hand is cupped like this right. this is the sweet spot of the butt right. you know a couple different ways that you can spank her like this yeah. you know and like but it will still be sexy yeah, it'll be, yeah it's not gonna be but it'll be sexy because you know everybody we have is very beautiful to look at and you know we make it look good you right, know right. Like, yeah it'll be sexy and it'll, and it'll be fun but mm. yeah it's not gonna be like you know the typical like yeah femdom porn right mm-hmm. well that's really exciting when do you when do you hope to have the book out or, or we're aiming for January. Wow, um, that's really so fast. So it's really fast. Yeah, um, I mean the book's pretty much written, so we're gonna start filming uh, this month, and yeah, yeah and then uh, yeah, and just push it out there, basically get it out there now. <laughs> how do you how do you decide what topic is to cover? Other than the obvious, you know, obvious ones, do you have a lot of okay? Here's here we get a lot of emails asking about this, or a lot of people at our classes ask about this. And so we're going to, maybe you'd include that that you wouldn't normally, or how do you, or you guys are old hands at this, you guys are, it's a, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you know, uh, Nina wrote majority of the actual book, and then I've gone through with her for, like, the kind of, like, second edit of it, mm-hmm. and, you know, given my input of, like, oh, well, we talked about this topic, you know, 
um, maybe we should talk about this aspect of it and, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of like round it out a little bit more. Or we share personal stories. So we went back and we decided like which personal stories we're going to go where. Um, so I think like, I mean, especially reading what she wrote, it was just a very comprehensive, like, you know, starting off with discovery about yourself and then how to involve your partner and then, you know, how to start off slowly. Here are your options and, you know, these are all the different techniques and all the different things that you can explore. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I feel like it was just a very, um, like when I read it, you know, it just, it was just kind of like made sense. It was just very, had a good flow to it. Right. You know? Thank you. You're welcome. Ah, oh, you shouldn't. Have. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, the the I'll have the link on the website. Thank People you. can right now while they're listening, they can click on the link so they can donate, and uh, you can read all about. It. There's tons of stuff already on there, and, and yes, mm -hmm. plenty of plenty of ways you can help out. Uh, um, so b before before we sat down, I said, "Oh, you guys mind if we talk about CBT because." <laughs> Because I got an email. We've I been waiting all day. Yes. Right. And uh, Sam will verify that this is an actual email. I didn't just make it up just so we can talk about CBT. <laughs> sure. Um, but this person says, you guys, you, you never really have talked about CBT. A hundred and some episodes. You haven't talked about... Oh, that's a good point. And I, and I just kind of casually mentioned it. And your eyes lit up, Mona. I love CBT. You do? I do. What, what, now, if those people don't know, it stands for Cock Continental... Breakfast. Right, right. <laughs> continental breakfast, breakfast toast. Yes. It's smaller than regular toast. Cognitive behavioral training, right? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Was, it's the same thing, if you really think about it. It is. <laughs> I, actually, I, I told people for years that's what I did was I was in um, behavior transformation. <laughs> um, but back to the CBT, your CBT. eyes lit CBT. up. So what is it? What is it you love about it? What is it? Well, part of all right, so I had this like epiphany a while ago. Part of it is is because like it's one of those things like you know you're kind of like taught as a little girl like when you grow up like don't hit a guy in the balls like that's, that's fucked exactly up. how i feel about it yeah it's yes. permission to do the ultimate taboo mm -hmm. which is yes. punch that bitch in the nuts yeah. yes and because totally. of the fact that like you know i mean i've you know like I've, I've fallen off my bike and like you know i've hit myself in in between the legs like on the bar of the bike and like knocked the wind out of me that and shit like hurts. that shit hurts mm -hmm. you know like yeah. i'm not gonna lie that shit hurts but aside from that I don't know what cock and or balls feels like. And I don't know what it feels like fucking them up. So I don't really have that sympathy. It's like, I can't relate. I'm sorry. So, you know, like, yeah, I know what it feels like to be spanked, caned, single-tailed, whatever. I know that. So it's just like, yeah. I can watch that and be like, ooh, that, that probably hurts. Or, ooh, when somebody's getting kicked in the balls, I'm like, I have no idea what that feels yeah. like. Like, I'm just like eating popcorn. <laughs> We, I mean, because there are so many different varieties of it, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sod is particular to bondage, usually. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that because she has an interest in, or a personal investment in the equipment, she's not really a <laughs> kicker mm. or a puncher, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Well, I am. I'm just not here. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> uh, I respect your boundaries. <laughs> I mean, uh, but at the same time, she knows... We'd be told I'd 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 do it. Yeah, she wouldn't but be able utterly to... emasculating you isn't very sexy. Right. Mm. Mm. And also we had we had an incident early on in our play experience that uh, that like injured my right ball for a little while. Oh shit! He totally did it to himself. No way. Is totally it the zipper again? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I picked him up. We were doing ass worship and teasing denial, and so I. Um, put a ball stretcher on him and then I hooked that to a garage spring that was hooked to a bondage bed. Like, there is, there's no way you're going to be able to like pull. It's like where it stops, that's where it stops. Yeah. Well, he didn't stop. He kept reaching. Oh, and no. so, oh. he pulled a nut. <laughs> but he dislocated a nut. Uh, in my <laughs> And I think, and, and she, she still to this day says I did it to, I did I it to myself. I laugh at your ball pin. <laughs> it's a true testament to my ass. It, I, that is it, true. Yeah, in, in my defense, 
her body was out of reach. I, I mean, what <laughs> I was I gonna do? Go, what, what did you think I was gonna do? What do you think? <laughs> oh, Ah, meh, oh, well. <laughs> Stop and whine. Stick right. out your tongue and try to reach me. Right, right. Not actually try to reach me. Right. <laughs> this is this is I think this is also early on. I think that's when you realized that I'm not good at like play acting or or or. You said stop and like act like I was gonna try to reach. No, of course I was gonna try to reach. No, mm-hmm. no, it's just at that point in time you had desire and you had some experience but you didn't have enough experience to know when you needed to protect yourself right because hmm. she said come get it <laughs> like bent over and I'm like wagging my ass in his face I don't know how much tension he's putting on his balls that's up to him yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're responsible for your own it's, safety yeah. in a scene we all that agree it was your fault yeah. <laughs> uh, results are in yeah. <laughs> results are in. But for you, it's mostly kicking, punching. That's your. Thing. No, I mean everything. I mean, I love. You can get really creative with CBT. I mean, yeah. it's, one, it's not hard to no. to do the torture to the CNB. I mean, that's fucking easy. Then mm-hmm. it's just getting creative, mm-hmm. yeah. and you can get really fucking creative because there are a lot of things out there that are sharp or interestingly textured or fun with clothespins, pinchy. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a lot you can do down there and you've got you know you've got a few inches of real estate to play with yeah and that's that's another thing too is that i feel about it is like i i like my sadism to be efficient so therefore i like the most bang for my buck you know mm-hmm. i like the least um the least effort as possible for the maximum result. Right. So, yeah, just go for the cock and balls. <laughs> I think we have the title of this episode. <laughs> it was going to be Smelly Bohemian, but... <laughs> Did you see me look at you when you yeah. said it? Yeah. <laughs> she knew right away when you said it that I was like... Mm, That's just I, like, I like it. <laughs> so... I mean, I don't know how how much this person. I mean, I don't know how much pe- people need to hear about. So, do you have any thoughts on it? Is that uh, big fan? Big, yeah, <laughs> big fan. Do you ever have you ever crossed the line? Oh, I did have one um, gentleman in bondage, really, really tight CBB, and um, he, I was like slapping his balls, and all of a sudden it started turning purple, and I had somehow broken a vessel mm-hmm. in his balls. Have you guys had this experience before? I've seen it happen. I've well, I hadn't seen it, and this was like starting out, so I was like, oh my god, and he's like, this has never happened to me before. I'm like, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, he reported to me like a couple days later, and it was totally gone, you know, sure. but it was. I was really scared. I was really nervous that I had done permanent damage, and I was like, really timid afterwards for quite a long time and then I sort of, you know, like you said, <laughs> yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is a very embarrassing yeah. doctor visit. I, <laughs> I kept telling him he should just say exactly what happened. Just say, you know, my girlfriend pulled on my nut too hard while we were fucking and yeah. now it feels funny. Well, no, that's what I said, but that is not exactly what happened. <laughs> not exactly. You know, just tell, just tell the truth. Tell In this that. lie, I'm going you to tell you. You tell that. You no, I did tell that. I said, I said, I had I said, to fabricate that step down she, lie for you just so she, that you would tell him what happened. Because you, at first you were just like, I don't know, it hurts. <laughs> and my doctor was like, well, what was she thinking? You know? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. She just well, my doctor knows what I do, and yeah. when I come to see him, you know, I come to see him and ask him medical questions. He's always asking me questions about yeah. kink because I guess his wife is very dominant in the relationship, except in the bedroom. She always wants him to be dominant, yeah. and he wants to kind of switch. So he's always talking to me about it, and it's so much fun. To, yeah, you know, have sort of expertise on this area, and he has his, you know, own, you know, own own thing going on so it's yeah it's so much fun so you I think your, your doctor deal. would love it you should have a barter deal with your doctor I'm giving trying him to figure out how to make because he's like I'm going to bring the wife to your class sometime and I'm like yeah you should and give me free Botox while you're at it <laughs> just saying look you're going to keep me waiting in this in this waiting room for a half an hour for a five minute thing mm-hmm. and, if I'm, and if you're going to spend most of the time asking King questions I think I should get a little mm-hmm. yeah. at least cover the copay some free band-aids right. free band-aids yeah. <laughs> some sharps you know you oh, some yeah. needles there you go right. oh, yeah exchange uh, hmm. <laughs> we'll teach you for sharps right. <laughs> How, uh, have, Sana, have you ever crossed the line have you ever like afterward I mean 
Or either 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 injury or the person was like, okay, that's not what I was expecting, or... Um, I've never injured anyone. When I think of CBT and, and boo-boos and mishaps, I think of the first time I tried testicle skewering. What the hell is... That's when... Oh, needle? Yeah, that's when you're piercing the testicle itself, not the scrotum, not the sac. And this was like with the... The first big pin cushion that I'd ever played with, I had already right. put over 300 needles in his, in his skin before. Oh, there for that one. Oh, no. That, this was, like, way back in the beginning. Oh, this okay. was Rapture Days. Oh, the, the last one you did, though. Mm. Ariana had told me she was there for that oh, one. Oh, the last testicle like, skewer. Yeah, she yeah. was like, that was intense. And like, I, I had to leave the room. <laughs> I a, at first, I told that guy no, because my first experience was so negative. Um, like, we had seen all these videos, and we did some research on it, but the guy, we'll call him happy. Um huge masochist like that's all he lived for was getting his junk pierced yeah. and I just barely start sticking it in and he starts thrashing and screaming and oh I'm god. like oh my god oh my god this has never happened before and he's yeah. freaking out I'm like I'm sorry I'm and that's sorry. the worst thing to do like thrashing when yeah. you're like sticking needles in yeah, someone like are exactly. you fucking kidding me exactly. yeah you don't really want to do that so it wasn't a big success it was something that I wrote off my list for a long time mm. and then about a year ago maybe six months ago um, one of my other um, Pincushion was like, oh, I really want to try this. And I was like, I don't know. I had a really bad time with that. But he mm-hmm. was a trooper. We stuck spinal tap needles through both of his nuts. Wow. And it was easy peasy for oh, him. Girl. No extra tenderness. Yeah. Nothing. No extra tenderness? He didn't even squeal. Wow. He was just yeah. held his Were they breath. attached? Did he have them in a jar? No, I had already cut them off oh, at that point. Oh, there you point. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised you couldn't feel anything. <laughs> I just would imagine, like... I mean, what, is the, what? So, are there medical issues that can come from? I mean, hmm. there's got to be. Well, of other course than the obvious, but yeah. But like, <laughs> when you ejaculate, does it like squirt out the side like no. a sprinkler? I'm not sticking a hose pipe through there. I don't. I'm asking. I don't. I mean, I, it just seems. It just Here, seems. Let me put in a new tap. It just seems. It just seems. It just Turn seems on so. The so it just it just heals up, or is it tender afterwards? He said no more so than usual. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I the the only like snafu I ever had, and this is kind of crazy, was um, well, I actually have had slight snafus that, thankfully, nothing had happened. I had somebody's like somebody tied up by their balls and their balls were suspended, but I had like their balls split. Like I had one individually tied, and it was in the um, the torture room at the dungeon. So I had two wenches like pulling their balls apart and. I guess one of the ropes wasn't as, like, that one single ball wasn't tied as tight as the other one, and it just slipped off. And so, you know... The All the weight was like, on one ball. No, it was it was spread out between the two balls, you know, but yeah, there was a lot of weight right. on, on the ball, and the, the, the thing just came undone, like, somehow. Like, I guess I didn't lay my ropes, like, straight enough or something like that, and right. it just, like, slid off, and he was just like... <gasps> It's like the ultimate like, whirly bird. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, we all love the whirly bird. Yes, that's can you the descri- best. Can you describe the whirly bird? Well, you wrap a bunch of twine or cord or whatever. Stop that. Wrap a bunch <laughs> of twine or cord around the testicles, stretching them out and like laying them side by side. So it's, you know, really stretching them out, getting as much out of the elasticity of the skin as you can, so they're. Like ripe little plums down there, really taut skin, shining like light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) Testicles get surprisingly reflective when they're taut. (laughs) And then. That might be the title of this episode. (laughs) You leave it like that for a while. You play, you play, you play, and Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, everything's nice because they're nice and tight, and everybody likes it all tight until it's time to come off. And you can be nice about it, and you can gently cup the balls and unwrap the cord but who the fuck would do that who the fuck not us no we wouldn't do that no you take each piece of cord and then you just pull back and forth like a seesaw or something and you just watch the cords unravel and the balls are flopping all over the place yeah and the dick is slapping all over the place it's so good (laughs) so good 
What do you get out I of taught, it? Uh, it's hilarious. I taught Tasha oh. how to do that. <laughs> it is hilarious. And the different everybody reacts differently, but it's yeah. always it's they always usually comedic. always scream some sort of yelp or something. Yeah, or or try to stop you if their hands are free. Fuck that, their hands are never free. <laughs> anytime I'm playing with Dick and well, yeah, that's another thing too. Is like anytime like I'm really doing like CBT, their hands are always because I don't I don't want you touching. This is my time. Yeah. But I'll like I'll wrap their hands in like. Uh, vet wrap so like they have like little mitts on and it's like it's like I can't do anything with my dick <laughs> like, that's the point. you're not allowed to touch it it's mine for the next hour or however long how do you gauge what a person can take in that situation I'm kind of just with anything else you know you start out slow like I always like the layered effect of things you know like um you know, starting out with one sensation and then adding another sensation to it and then adding another sensation on top of that. But then I'll also, like, do other things to, like, different areas. So, you know, like, oh, if your cock and balls are really hurting right now, well, I'm going to fuck up your nipples for a little bit to get your mind off your cock and balls, and then I'm going to go back to that. You know, like, putting, like, a ton of clothespins, like, literally, like, covering, like, a cock and ball with clothespins and, like, cropping it for a little bit, but then taking, like, a Hitachi to it, mm-hmm. you know, and just, like, that kind of pain and, like, trying out different things. But starting out, you know, slow to see how they react. And, yeah, if you put, like, two clothespins on them, they're like, I can't deal, I can't deal. You know, you can't do that much more you know in that genre you know give them a couple light taps before you lay into them like super heavy just kind of gauge the worst is the the absolute worst is when somebody sells themselves for cbt and then you end up Mm. trying everything and it all fails and you end up with the fucking fur flogger hitting that shit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what do you mean what do you mean fails it's just too much yeah, if yeah, they, they, if they, they mercy on anything, everything, yeah. whether it's like a ball stretcher or a sharp cock ring or anything that's designed for CBT, essentially, you know, they like the idea, but they're not capable, so, no. but they're not willing to let it go, so then you end up doing something that doesn't even qualify, Yeah, and so it's just... Yeah. Disappointing and dumb is like the worst thing you can do. Yeah. So you could pee on her floor by accident because she tickled you too much, and that would be less of a sin than disappointing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, how do you handle that when someone has has over exaggerated or maybe in their mind, I'm a huge masochist, and then they're not. You know, it's almost like an insult to them within that they find out they're out. How, how do you have a, a way you gauge uh, I that? I bring it to their attention about their communi- communication skills and what their reality really is. Because we had a session together in Dubai. Yeah. This gentleman, you know, wanted really heavy humiliation and, you know, uh, CBT. And, and he got there and, you know, I tied up his uh, cock and balls and he was immediate like, is, my, is it going to fall off? Yeah. Like, he wouldn't shut up for, like, five, and I'm like, yo, really? This is, like, nothing compared to what we have in store for you. And he right. had booked us for, like, what, four hours or something? Like, yeah, something crazy. And it was, like, he barely made it 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, eventually he was like, this isn't working. And I'm like, you're right, it's not working. And, you know, um, I, we had to cut the, uh, the session early. And he left, and I swear I thought I'd never hear from him again, but he was just in New York, um, and he came to see me, and, you know, I was like, what was that about, you know? And he's like, I guess I'd, I just like the idea of it. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, and it next was, time, we'll just talk about it. How about that? <laughs> and it was funny, too, because, you know, I was, like, just cameoing in her session. She was doing the majority of, you know, of the time. And so when it got cut short, and, you know, he and he wound up leaving and everything... And, you know, and this has happened to me, too. Like, you know, you feel like, shit, like, did I do something yeah, wrong? And yeah. like, It then makes you, start, you question like, yourself. Yeah, definitely. and you start doubting yourself. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And, like, being that it wasn't my session and that I had come into part of it and, you know, I hadn't, like... Um, had any rapport with him. Yeah, I hadn't had any rapport with him. I didn't deal with the negotiation. She just let me know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Um... I could see it, and that's why I told her. I was like, girl, it's bad communication on his part, and the reason why he left is because he feels foolish right now. He did. Yeah. He, and that's totally what it was. It was like, it, you know, and I've had, I've had situations where I had this one guy come in to see me. This is when I was in L.A., and he's like, you know, I like, um, I like ball busting, but more like slapping. He's like, I like face slapping. I like spitting. I like really heavy humiliation. I had already done like, no lie, like 
three back-to-back sessions that day. I was on a roll, so I was already warmed up. I got in that room like friggin' gangbusters. <laughs> and so I'm slapping him around, and I'm, I'm kicking him in the balls, and like, you know, just light, and I'm doing all this stuff. And he kept, like, his body language wasn't right. But was, again, my the first time playing with him, his body language was totally off. He kept pulling away from me. He kept backing up. And, um, you know, or trying to, like, block me and stuff. And that's when I finally tied his hands up. So I, I started to get more, like, not aggressive with the intensity of what I was doing. But I started getting more aggressive with handling him physically. Mm-hmm. And I put a glove on my hand and I put my fingers up his nose and I yanked him to me. And I was like, I'm going to slap you in the face. Go ahead and pull away from me again. And then he was just like, mercy, mercy. Yeah. And I was like, and I let him go. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, this isn't working for me. I'm just going to go. And I was like, you are not going anywhere. I was like, you're going to sit right there. I was like, I'm going to turn the mistress off. We're going to talk. And if you decide you still want to go, you can go. But I'm not sending you back out on the street to mm-hmm. get in your car. Mind you being in L.A., you know, yeah. you're going to drive away. To get in your car in this fucked up headspace. So we wound up sitting there and talking. And sure enough, he does play like that. He can take it. But... He hadn't played professionally in a really long time, and the last person that he served was a two-year lifestyle DS relationship. So, me coming out like fucking gangbusters, you know, when he doesn't even know me, he was not comfortable on that level. Like, I should have eased him into it more, but the way he was explaining it to me was just like, this is what I'm into. Mm. So, we wound up going in a different direction, and, you know, it was more of a tease and denial, light CBT Till he felt comfortable and then worked up to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just as simple as that. And sometimes, yeah, they're just full of shit, mm-hmm. you well, know. I think it's very it's very easy for people. Because I know women, I, I know I have female friends who they, uh, they've been submissive and they've had the same thing happen to them. They imagine, oh, I just really want X, Y, and Z. And then when it happens, like, whoa, hey, wait. Yeah. You know. Um, Pain actually hurts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But it's also, it, it's, especially if you're turned on by something, and then when that thing happens, it's uh, it's a kind of shock to your ego. It's a shock to your sexuality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? I think yeah. sometimes the issue with communication, especially when you're talking to a professional or somebody you're trying to play with for the first time who's more experienced with you, is they confuse the words heavy and... Um, their descriptions of themselves and their abilities with how much time they spend thinking about something. Yeah. So when they say, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a big masochist. It's like, no, you just think about spanking every time you masturbate. But you've only been spanked as punishment by your parents ever. You've never been erotically spanked ever. So you mm. have no threshold. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, no experience. Yeah. You have no place to speak from. And they're confusing the, the descriptive aspects of levels of play with how much they think about something Mm -hmm. and and sometimes too it's not only about like you know just bad communication it's sometimes like i've played with people and you can see they can't let go Hmm. like you know I, i try to teach them breathing techniques like okay you know don't tighten up your body breathe through your nose out your mouth nice and deep like meditative i'm gonna start out light and it's just like they don't I see potential and they don't let themselves get past that point because like they don't know how to breathe through the pain or they don't know how to get through the pain to, to the point where, you know, it does feel good. You know, there is like, you know, and especially that I've bottomed, you know, a decent amount. There is a point. Yeah. When you first start getting spanked, it hurts mm-hmm. and it hurts for a couple of minutes before it starts feeling good. And they it can't get past that point because they've never had somebody take them past that point yeah. or and you don't know what it's like until you've actually experienced and they can't wrap their head around that it's yeah. just like relax i know what i'm talking about i will bring you to the promised land <laughs> like, it is yeah. there it exists yeah. you know and that's a really i think that's like the most unfortunate thing because mm-hmm. it's just like you're selling yourself short mm-hmm. you know like you have all this great like potential experiences that you could be having and you're you are the one that's standing in the way of yeah that. and that's really that's shitty mm-hmm. it's always interesting whenever i hear people talk about that point where it feels good the pain really feels good 
I've never reached the part where I thought, oh, this feels good. I mean, I've, I've, oh, I've always enjoyed it the whole time. Yeah. But I've never hit a part where I thought, this feels really good, right? Well, I mean, but at the same time, like we've, like, we've done some heavy scenes where she says, do you want me to stop? And I don't want her to stop. But there's yeah. a part of my brain, there's that, 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 there's that fight or flight part that says, no, you definitely want this to stop. Mm -hmm. well, but there's the whole other aspects where I don't want it to stop. So I'm always interested because I, I really, I'm really enjoying the everything about it, but yeah. I'm not enjoying. I mean, I'm enjoying the pain, but from... you're not enjoying the pain for pain's sake. You're mm -hmm. enjoying what the pain is doing for you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, so are we talking about the same thing then? Yeah, I th I think so. Like, I I say there's you know masochists. I think fall into a couple of different categories. There are the people that like the actual physical pain and then there are the people that endure the pain because of the after effect because of the subspace because of where the pain takes you right. but then on the flip side to what you're saying though is that you know and i played with my slave not too long ago and him and i have a, had a really intense scene and he was not expecting that you know he he doesn't know what's going to go on we don't negotiate beforehand i know his limits we just go into it and I went really, really heavy on him, and I always make him, like, he has a two-day period for him to marinate over the scene, and then he has to turn in a written summary of the scene. Yeah. Mm. And um, so he turned in the written summary of the, scene and, of the scene, and part of it is, too, is, like, he's a, he plays from the standpoint a lot, and I told him he's got to stop this, because that's not what I, I want him to be doing, he plays from the standpoint of lot of, I just want to take as much as I possibly can. I'm just going to take more because I want to please you. Mm -hmm. And it's not about that. Like, I don't want to push you past your limit or I don't want to give you too much. And I also, I don't want you worrying about me mm -hmm. when I'm playing. I want you to enjoy the experience. I want you to enjoy the sensations and what's going on. Like, yeah. learn something about yourself. Have that, you know, that, um, what, what do you call it? Um, Catharsis? Yeah, have that like cathartic moment for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, that was my be... word of the day calendar. That's all in his mind. Nice. Good word. You know, have, have that introspective moment. Like, that's okay. You know, like, you emote. You're still here with me. You know, play for yourself too. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, as long as you've tried and as long as, you know, you've taken as much as you can take, like, yeah, I might want to whoop your ass some more. But if you're done, you're done. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't take that much, you can't take that much. As a top, I have to respect that. I have to play within your threshold. Well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you for having us. Let's talk yes. again. The name of the book is... Kinky Amor. Kinky Amor. And uh, the link to how they can support and also the link to Dommy Dolls be on the website they can go there right now or they can just click the more info on the podcast episode right now while they're doing it and see more about it but thank you guys so much for doing this thank really you guys it was so much us. fun yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yay <laughs> uh, their website as Dommy Dolls you can go to Dommy Dolls D-O-M-I-D-O-L-L-Z dot com if you want to find uh, a direct link to their book project Kinky and More, you can go to massacast.com and just click on this episode. But good luck uh, on Kinky More. I know we're going to be the first in line to buy the book. On the next episode, friend of the show Evermore returns. We'll see you later. Bye bye.